Alright, hey guys, what's going on? It's the Double N Ben Variety Show. Welcome back. How you doing? How are you? Are you having a good one? Are you having fun? How's your Christmas? Did you finally get off work from that job you hate? You don't have to deal with that fucking boss anymore who's always on your ass about those documents and he always hands them to you on a Friday evening when you want to go out with your friends and drink a few fucking rosés, have a few beers. How's your holidays? You don't have to deal with that shit anymore. Did you have a good Christmas party? How are you? Are you doing alright? Oh, that's good. I'm happy for you. Um, good to see you. Welcome back. What's crackalacking? What's happening out in the world? Probably a ton of shit, you know? Fucking Trump's selling NFTs. ScoMo's, you know, getting investigated for robo-debt. Uh, what else? Oh, are you watching the new uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle documentary on Netflix? Are you enjoying that? Are you enjoying the fact that you come home from a shitty job... You go home and you sit on your fucking couch after 5pm and you watch two people who are so fucking rich, who are so elite that, you know, when you hear them bitch, moan and complain because uh, Prince Harry's daddy cut him off from the allowance, do you look at him and think, oh sweetie, that's so hard, oh my god. Are you watching it? I mean, Jesus Christ, fucking hell. Why, like... You know, I just don't understand these two. Like, I really don't get it. Like, but at the same time, I kind of do in a weird way. Because when you think about it, like, there are people out there who genuinely enjoy this shit. Who, who genuinely empathize with these two. And I just don't understand that. Do you not realize that these two come from fucking money? They come from money... A place which you don't know about. A place which you're not from. I don't understand that. Now look, I'm not going to sit here. I'm not one of these, you know, eat the rich. Everyone who has money is evil. Billionaires should not exist. Like, look, at the end of the day, this is the way I look at it. If you pay your fucking taxes, have all the money you want. I don't give a shit. It's fine, you know? Like, but obviously we live in a world where that doesn't happen. We have a tax system which, you know, a lot of... uh wealthy, powerful people uh, take advantage of, uh, even in our own country, a lot of big corporations, media magnates, they get a lot of grants, tax write-offs, you know, uh, and, you know, the royals, the royals, you know, the, the, the one thing that, you know, pisses me off about the royals, and I've said this time and time again, they're British, they have bad teeth, uh, you know, they're fucking annoying, they always bitch, moan, and complain, but, look, they come from a system in the land of Britain, darling, where, you know, they don't have to pay taxes. They have a system where they don't have to pay taxes, right? Meghan Markle, the actress from Suits, the actress from Suits where she played a, a chick in a law firm and she's like, I just have to get these documents done. Oh my God, I only have so much time throughout the day. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Next thing you know... She's in the fucking... She's in Buckingham Palace or... Where do the royals live? Where where was Queen Liz, you know, chilling out, uh, chilling out on her deathbed? I can't fucking remember. Whatever. It's the big fucking castle, you know. You go from playing an actress on Suits and next thing you know, you're in a big castle where you don't have to pay any fucking taxes. And then you don't like that because, uh... Fucking... What's the... Like, I don't know the royals' names. And I don't care to learn them either. I'm not going to learn them. I know I should know because I talk about politics. But I don't care to fucking know them. But 
really, this chick was not happy because she's like, I didn't know. Oh, she's no, she's not British. She's like, I, I didn't know about how to sing the national anthem. They didn't teach me, so I had to Google it. Oh my god, it was so hard. And then I went on Oprah, and I never let Harry talk. Like you just watch that interview, and you just look at it. You just like, fuck, man. Like, you know. You're talking shit about the guy's family here. Like, you say what you want about the royals. Like, I know I shit on them all the time, but at the end of the day, it is Prince Harry's family, right? He should be able to back him up. Like, I know we all have problems with our families, you know. I know everyone says, like, my dad never paid much attention to me. Or my dad was too busy working. Or, like, my mom was always on me. She just never let me, you know, spend the whole night on MSN. You know, everyone's always got, you know, little issues with their fucking parents, you know. And I'm sure Prince Harry does the same. I'm sure Prince Harry is not happy that Princess Diana didn't let him stay up until 4am playing Call of Duty, talking about how he's going to fuck everyone's mum over a headset when he's, you know, playing, uh... Uh, fucking Death Squad on Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, alright? But, really, it's his family, and you should have the right to back him up, you know? And meanwhile, you got Meghan Markle talking so much shit, talking so much smack about his family, and he's just sitting there, and he's just letting it fucking happen. Listen, I know, you know, the royals aren't perfect. I understand they've, you know, colonized a fair few third world countries for their natural resources. I know they're not, you know, I know that they're problematic, but the guy has a right to back up his family. Megan, you know, but he just lets Megan Markle talk all the shit she wants, you know. But hey, look, brother, if that makes you happy, and if you like, a, if you like that shit in your relationship, brother, like, you, you, you do whatever you want with her, alright? Who, who am I to judge? I'm a jackass with a podcast who screams his opinions into a fucking microphone, okay? So, you do you, but they released a new Netflix documentary, uh, Harry, Harry and Meghan, and apparently it's not going too well. It's not going great. What's happening? Let's see. Um, let's, this is from Forbes. What did they say? I haven't really been watching it because I'm not going to fucking watch it. I'm not watching this documentary. There's no way, all right? You, like, the only way you're going to have my eyes onto that screen is if you nail my balls into the fucking carpet. That is the only way I'm going to watch that show. Because I'll have nowhere else to go because I can't move because my balls are nailed into the carpet. Now, apparently it's not going too well. Everyone's not happy about it. Uh, not a lot of people can relate to a bunch of, uh, you know, celebrities from the royal family. I mean, during these... Times of inflation, risk of nuclear war, uh, people not receiving proper wages, unions getting gutted, uh, climate change, which is causing mass immigration to our first world countries because third world countries are facing severe weather patterns. In these tough times, Harry and Meghan are sitting there thinking, that's weird, why don't people relate to what we're going through? Prince Harry is probably sitting there being like, I just don't understand, mate, like, why people don't get that me daddy cut me off from me fucking allowance, like, it really hurt, why don't people feel sad for me? And it's like, brother, people don't have parents who can give them allowances. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't really, like, people just don't click with it, okay? Maybe some people in the North Shore might, maybe some, you know... Private school kids might, if they, you know, maybe, you know, if you're from a family 
and you live in the North Shore and your parents vote liberal, then you're going to relate to the show. You're really going to feel what Prince Harry is going through. Now, i got to be honest, the rest of Australia probably fucking hates you, but you know what? Whatever you empathize with is what you empathize with. You know, your feelings are always valid. You know, have I tickled your balls enough? We get it. So, anyway, the fucking show, that got really weird, but whatever. Yeah, there's, there's, there's people out there who just, you know, they come from certain families, you know, and they relate to weird shit that not a lot of other people can relate to, whatever. But, you know, the show's not doing too great. Um, so, they departed from the royal family, they signed a deal with Netflix, and the deal of the partnership was they were going to create a, a docuseries called uh, Harry and Meghan. And it's on the air. And uh, it's not doing great because everyone is fucking roasting it, okay? This is not, like, not even critics like this shit. It, like, no one cares about these two. No one gives a shit. They just don't empathize with these people. No one does. No one really, like, sits there and, you know, really, like, goes, like, wow. You know, I'm sitting here on my couch in an apartment where I have to pay rent, which I can barely afford, where, you know, I can't afford a nice night out. I can't, you know, I got to somehow, you know, pay for school fees. I got kids. I work at a job where I don't get paid well. We tried to start a union, but then my boss, you know, uh, got us busted. And, you know, now we don't have proper working rights because there was a bunch of union busting, you know. A lot of people go through that shit and they're not really going to sit there looking at Harry and Meghan trying to relate to them. Do you know what I mean? So if you're watching that shit and you really like, you know, oh, it's just God, sweetie, I just feel you, you know, like not a lot of people are really going to, you know, uh, fit into that mindset. All right. So this was not, this is just something where you just look at it and everyone's just wrote, like everyone's roasting him and, you know, they're just sitting there. And they don't understand, you know, then they're going to do more interviews where they're like, people are so mean, it's the media, it's the press. It's like, no, it's you two. Listen, the media fucking sucks. The media is terrible. The media has always been shit. But you can't always blame the media when you two suck. You two aren't good. No one cares about you. I mean, your only value in this world is that you come from money. You come from money. I mean, at least Meghan Markle, you know, acted. I guess she has some talent. But, you know, everything else, no one really gives a shit about. No one really cares. Like, you know, <clears throat> these two just won't fuck off. They just want more attention. But, hey, you got a documentary on Netflix. So, uh, you know what? Good for you. I'm happy for you. Um, Jesus. Oh, God. <clears throat> I don't know, I just, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, Netflix just like, they, they're the most hit and miss fucking streaming platform in the world, right? Half, like, majority of their original content is just like, the most, like, ludicrous, flat, generic shit you'll ever watch. And they'll have a few gems here and there, and I love how they just pump so much money into this fucking thing thinking it's gonna be a hit. God, you just can't fucking win nowadays, do you know what I mean? Anyway, oh yeah, did you hear about the liver king? The liver king got busted for steroids. God, I'm so shocked. I can't believe that. The guy who who is built like a brick shit house, who has veins like, like all over himself, probably on his. Yeah, just you look at the fucking guy, and you look at the 
the structure of his body, the definition, the muscle mass, the, and also the lean muscle mass. And you just look at him and like, look, you, no fucking point did I ever sit there thinking, yeah, I'm sure that guy got to that size by eating a bunch of bull testicles. This is, it, it's, it's crazy to me. Like, people... Always, like, you, you see it with it. Like, this is the thing that fucking pisses me off about Hollywood. And it, it's fucking annoying. Like, you know how, like, those... Sorry, I don't know why I'm feeling so sniffly and shit. I went to bed really fucking late last night. I just got out of bed and did the fucking thing. It's probably not healthy. But who gives a shit? Got to get the show out. Anyway, um, you know you just, like, watch those, like, superhero movies? The, the fucking Marvel ones and the DC ones. And, like, you see all those actors, like Chris Hemsworth, The Rock... And they're always just like, they, they get built like fucking crazy. They are so toned. The, the muscle mass on them is insane. And then they release these men's health videos where like, they'll talk about like, this is how I got jacked for uh, Thor. I just, uh, you know, I I went on the Cenefit app. I did a couple of star jumps and then I ate about uh, 10 plates of chicken breast of broccoli. And then I, uh, yeah, just got fucking jacked, bro. I definitely did not take any PEDs or anabolic steroids. It's like, you know, I know Noam Chomsky. Like, you want to talk about propaganda? That shit is propaganda in its purest fucking form. Edward Bernays would be so proud of these people. Like, that is the guy... Who, like, essentially created fucking propaganda. He would be smiling in his fucking grave right now with what these people are doing. Vladimir Putin should be studying these men's health videos. Because so many people unanimously believe that Chris Hemsworth, all these other Marvel actors, the Liver King, get that jacked. By eating like chicken breasts and brown rice and maybe some spinach and greens. And they did a couple of bicep curls. And they just got that big. And you know what? You can too. You can get that massive as well. You know? Um, it's just, it's the dumbest shit ever. Vladimir Putin, Kim Jong-un, all these dictators around the world should be studying these men's health videos meticulously. They should be looking at these men's health videos for inspiration on how to get a bunch of people to just agree with you and not ask any questions, to not have any speculation or anything like that. Because all these fucking people look at these actors and all these influ influencers and they just look at them and they just think, yeah, I can be like that. I've just got to eat a bunch of fucking raw liver and do a couple of deadlifts and I'll be jacked in no time. Can put a you know topless photo of myself on the fucking Instagram there. It's the dumbest shit. Like you're telling me Chris Hemsworth got to that size, he got that big, where his deltoids look like the fucking Death Star, where he like is has chests that look like fucking bowling balls. Like you're telling me that guy got that big in six months. Because he did a couple of, what, kettlebell swings? He ate a couple of steaks with some, you know, uh, sweet potato. And he just got that big. It's the dumbest shit. Scientifically, it doesn't even make sense. Look, I'm a fucking dumbass when it comes to this, this kind of stuff. Like, I'm the last person you should be going to for, like, any 
kind of scientific discussion on how, you know, the body works and steroids, like more plates, more dates. Go look that guy up on YouTube. He explains it so well. But even with my fuck, I'm a fucking moron. And even I can look at these people knowing like, there's no way you're natural. There is absolutely no way. This shit, these men's health videos, all these actors that come out and say like, yeah, just, you, know, you see them on Jimmy Kimmel. They do these fucking god awful interviews. They go on these talk shows and they're like, how did you get so big? And they're like, well, I trained for about four hours a day and I fucking ate about 10 plates of uh, steak with some sweet potato and some fucking greens and then I did a couple of uh, reps on the bench press over there and then next thing you know, I was fucking jacked. Like, you know, that shit, everyone believes in it. Like, that shit is the purest form of propaganda. Noam Chomsky, I know you wrote the greatest, like, scariest book of all time with manufacturing consent. But I gotta say, I really feel like you screwed the pooch on this one. This shit, like, I know you were talking about manufacturing consent, about how Ronald Reagan was, you know, essentially overturning a bunch of unions in Turkey, funding a bunch of terrorist groups in uh, South America. I know you were talking about really important shit in that book and how the media was painting it in a positive light. But really, you fucked up here because this shit... All these men's health videos, all these fitness influences, they, that, that shit, that, that is fucking propaganda right there. I can tell you that much. I swear to God. Like, you're telling me, like, the liver king gets that big because he eats a bunch of, like, cow liver? He came out and apologized. What do you do? <clears throat> he came out and apologized. Where is it? Bermuda, Bahama. Oh, I'm pretty mama. <clears throat> How fucking good are the Beach Boys? Liver King, apology. The Beach Boys are fucking good. You know, if the, if the Liver King had Komoko playing in the background of uh, his apology video, I, I, I actually would have, you know, campaigned for uh, everyone's forgiveness. I would have been like, hey, he played the fucking Beach Boys in the background. You know, forgive him. No one's perfect. Wait, video. what did you just fucking say? Hang on, I didn't miss that. Primals. Primals? To apologize. Because I fucked up. Because I'm embarrassed and ashamed. Because I lied. And I misled a lot of people. I've stated that this is a complicated as fuck topic, at least to me it is, because before social media, I was rich and anonymous. And after social media, I'm still rich, but no longer anonymous. And I never expected this kind of exposure in the public eye. It's been tricky as fuck to navigate. This is just the fucking, like, th this guy's actually, you know how you just look at some people and you just think, okay, you are literally a walking meme, but you make yourself that walking meme without any self-awareness. This fucking guy has a huge beard. He's built like a brick shit house. He's sitting on a fucking throne. Literally a throne. I'm not kidding. Go look this shit up. He's sitting on this leather, beautifully created wooden throne. His hat's fucking backwards. He's got a massive beard. And he's like, yo, primals, I fucked up. You know, I took a couple of fucking steroids. You all thought I ate a bunch of cow testicles. But really, I was taking a couple of PEDs. So, like, the guy... And then he goes on to say, 
you know, I, I before social media, I was rich as shit. I still am rich as shit, though. Got all the money in the world. I fuck a bunch of women. I got all these babes around me. I drive fast cars. But now, you know, I'm no longer fucking anonymous. I, it's such a tricky situation. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You wanted this attention. I love how these people who do, like, the, like these influencers who always, like, they get busted for something... Like they fucking tweeted about how the KKK aren't actually that bad. Like, you find that tweet back in 2012 or, you know, they said the N-word on a fucking Twitch live stream or some shit. These influencers get busted for something. In this case, Liver King is getting busted for lying because he's using steroids. I love how they always come out and they make it about them. Like, they try to find this wiggle room to be like, listen, I didn't expect all the fame and attention. I just didn't know what to fucking do with it. It's like... Bro, that's what she wanted. That is literally why you do what you do. So you can get attention. What are you talking about? It doesn't make fucking sense. I, it, it, it is the dumbest shit every time these people come out. They're like, I just didn't expect, you know, all these views. And, you know, I just posted a couple of pictures of myself and spread it all over social media. And, oh, wow, people just started watching it. Oh, I didn't expect that to happen. It's so dumb. It's, but at the same time, it's kind of hilarious, but it's like, bro, that's what you wanted. That's why you fucking, that's why you're on social media. Why else are you fucking on it? It doesn't, it's, it's so hilarious to me. You know, it's, it just, it's, it's, I kind of, I find it funny, but at the same time, it kind of makes me sad because there was a real minority of people who looked at this guy thinking, yeah, that guy's on fuck, that guy's sourced off his melon. He's on the source. He's cycling. It's silly. God. Anyway. Oh, Merry Christmas, by the way. Are you excited for Santa to come? What did you ask for? Did you ask for a Trump NFT? My God. My God. You know, I know, like, everyone always in the media, like a bunch of these commentators, everyone on CNN and MSNBC, all these boomers as well in Australia just say the same shit about Trump. Like, it's the exact same line. It's like they're a fucking soundboard, like, and you just, you can predict when they're gonna say it. It's like, they just say the same shit of like, oh, that man. Like, they just, it's like they're like a disappointed mother who was so pissed off with her next door neighbor because he keeps chucking a bunch of leaves into her fucking backyard. Like, yeah, everyone just says the same shit about Trump. But, dude, this is hilarious. This fucking guy is... He, he just never fails. He never fails to make me laugh. I need to get out of this fucking jumper because it's so fucking hot. Oh, my God. Whew. Anyway. Oh, okay, back. Um, This dude never fails to make me laugh. He fucking comes out on Truth Social, right? He won't go back onto Twitter. Elon Musk was like, yeah, you can come back onto Twitter. But he's like, no, I want to expose people on Truth Social. That is the way to do it. Like, he just, he didn't want to fucking go on Twitter again. Which is kind of dumb, because it's like, bro, you've got all this fucking free exposure. Like, that's kind of the thing that made you the fucking president, because you said a bunch of funny shit on Twitter. Can you, okay, everyone always is like to me, what do you want for Christmas? You know, do you, do you want an Xbox? Do you fucking want a couple of tickets to, you know, see Lana Del Rey or whoever the fuck's coming out to Australia? And the one thing I say each and every time, I'm like, I just want Trump to come back on Twitter. I want him to start tweeting a bunch of mean shit to people. I want him to start calling Kim Jong-un fat again. I want him to start talking shit about Rosie O'Donnell. Give me the fucking tweets. 
And when he said, when he made an announcement being like, I'm making a very special announcement tomorrow. It's going to be fantastic. I thought he was going to like talk about his running mate for 2024. Like I thought he was going to introduce Kerry Lake as his running mate, the person who fucking just lost the election in Arizona and started pushing that election fraud bullshit being like, they're not counting the votes properly. Uh, ballots are not being counted. We must investigate. It's conspiracy. Like, she's just doing the same shit. She's repeating the fucking 2020 horse shit. I thought he was going to introduce her. I was like, yes, the fucking dynamic duo are at it again. Let's fucking go. But no. What does he do instead? He does his special announcement is that he's got fucking NFTs. I don't get NFTs. Can we just say that NFTs are a fucking scam? Like, as soon as I saw Jimmy Fallon and Paris Hilton, I'm pretty sure it was Paris Hilton, but when I saw those two being like, oh, what do you want? I got NFTs, and this is where you can get them, and they're for this price. I just looked at it thinking, dude, this shit's a fucking scam. I mean, what even the fuck are NFTs? You got a bunch of crypto bros who just defend NFTs to their fucking grave. Like, they, they just defend it to no end. They're like, bro, you don't get it. NFTs are a high-quality JPEG image, and, uh, you know, they cost about 200 bucks, and uh, it, financially it makes sense. It's fiscally uh, something that you should invest in because, you know, it's just a high-quality image of some dickhead, and you can buy it for $200. It's like, is this where the fucking economy is going? A bunch of Google images that are, that are worth 300 fucking dollars? Really? It's like, you don't think people can just screenshot that? It's not the same, bro. It's, it's like, if you screenshot it, then you're not getting the the high-quality pixelated image. It's like, it's so fucking stupid. It's so dumb. Anyway, Trump came out and he introduced NFTs for Christmas. And I gotta say, to any of my family or friends, if my girlfriend is listening to this right now, if you want to know what I want for Christmas, you get me one of these Trump NFTs. I didn't give a shit about NFTs before, but now I do. I'm kidding, of course, but let's look at this shit. Hang on. Did he make the... Please tell me they put the video on YouTube. Please. Because I know they keep any, anything to do with Trump. They're like, we have to... You know, we have to... If anything has to do with Trump on YouTube, it's got to go. It's got to go because it might influence a bunch of people to uh, storm the Capitol again. Uh, NFTs. I don't want to see... And if I look up NFTs, Trump NFTs on fucking YouTube, I don't want to be CNN. I don't want to be looking at CNN videos... You know, with them saying, this is just insane, this is ridiculous, this is an abuse of power, he is uh, scamming his followers, it's like, you scam your own fucking followers, what are you talking about? Alright, no, I don't want to, where is it? Hang on, this might take a bit. Oh, here it is, let's watch it. Hello everyone, this is Donald (laughs) Trump, hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln... Better than Washington, with an important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. It's been very exciting. You can collect your Trump Digital Cards just like a baseball card or other collectibles. Here's one of the best parts. Each card comes with an automatic <clears throat> chance to win amazing prizes like dinner with me. I don't know if that's an amazing prize, but it's what we have. Or golf with you and a group of your friends at one of my beautiful golf courses, and they are beautiful. 
I'm also doing Zoom calls. Greatest thing I have seen in the past 10 years. That is better than any UFC event. That is better than seeing Metallica live. That is better than fucking... I, I, dude, this is amazing. That was the greatest thing I have ever fucking seen. Can you imagine... If you like, you're some like fucking Republican in Ohio, and you ask one of these NFTs for Christmas, and then it comes to Christmas morning, and you're opening up your gifts, and then you get like some fucking pair of socks, and you just sitting there thinking like, ah, oh, well, I wanted the fucking Trump NFT. What the fuck are these socks for? Like, it would be so funny if he like like some fucking like hillbilly. In like South Carolina, Carolina just sits there and, you know, they get like a fucking pair of shoes and they're like, well, I wanted the fucking uh, Trump superhero NFT because I wanted to play golf with him and talk about how Joe Biden's a secret communist and getting pegged by Xi Jinping. The fuck's this bullshit? Like, it would have been so funny to see that. Dude, I love this. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Anyone who is calling this a scam is an idiot. This is not a scam. This is a meme. This is amazing. This is the purest form of comedy. Do you see why I want him back on Twitter? 
Do you see why, like, anyone who thinks, like, he shouldn't be bad because he's dangerous, and, uh, you know, like, he needs to be stopped, and he, he's, uh, he's uh, inciting violence, like, yeah, probably, but he's funny. He's funny. He's funny. Oh, my God. Dude, that's amazing. That is amazing. I love that. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, my God. God, I, I, um, I've never laughed that hard before on a podcast. Oh, my God. That, um, oh, my God. That was, that was, that was the greatest thing. That might be the greatest segment of, uh, all time. I've never, that's amazing. Um, okay. All right. What is next? What happened? What else is going on? Um, fucking, uh, oh, yeah. Rupert Murdoch. Good old Daddy Rupert. Oh, Rupert boy, you're fucking with democracy and you're getting a bunch of grants from the government. Alright, let's look at this shit. He had a Christmas party. Murdoch's Christmas bash draws CEOs and pollies. Alright. Um, Lachlan and Sarah Murdoch had a Christmas bash at their mansion. Uh, Le Manure, as they say here, in Eastern Sydney's Bellevue Hill on Thursday. Wow. Holy shit. This is just everything that I hate about Australia. It is champagne at a media magnate's mansion in the eastern suburbs. Bellevue Hill's the eastern suburbs, right? I'm pretty sure. Eastern Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I probably... I don't, I don't know. I'm ge- geographically fucking stupid. So you're looking at the wrong person. But... <clears throat> so, the Murdochs had a Christmas party. And uh, business executives and Australia's News Corp executives and journalists all went. They all went. Alan Joyce, the Qantas CEO, even went. Who else fucking went to this thing? Foxtel CEO, Seven Group Holding CEO, uh, Cricket Australia board member, REA group directors, fucking everyone was there. The Commonwealth Bank CEO was there, Business Council of Australia was there, Macquarie Group CEO was there, so Dominic Perrottet was even there, Brad Hazard was there, God... The Australian's editor was there. So, essentially, it's a big party and you're not invited. I mean, I'm going to make it... I'm just going to do this one, this segment really quick. And I'm just going to put it this way. It's all fake, dummies, okay? It, we do not have a media. Okay? If you want... This is, this, is the, this is the simplest way I can put it. If you want to know how our country operates, go look at this Christmas party. It is a, a billionaire, powerful media magnate who owns 70% of Australia's print media. He has a monopoly on Australia's uh, media television with the news. He's hosting a party and he's inviting like Australia's most powerful CEOs. <clears throat> half of these CEOs, and not even half, all these CEOs were given uh, government stimulus money like they were like it was fucking hotcake selling. They were given government government stimulus money. 
while workers with that government stimulus money, the, the job keeper scheme, were completely fucked over by these CEOs. They were let go, and all these massive corporations, Big Business Australia, kept that money for themselves, right? And <clears throat> when it was deemed corrupt, all the government had to respond with was, well, if the, gov if the CEOs and all these uh, huge corporations want to pay the money back, they can. They don't have to, but they can. So your fucking taxpayer money went to pay these gigantic CEOs during an economic crisis. And now they're all having a party with Australia's biggest media magnate. I don't know how much simpler I have to make this for you, but we don't have a fucking government. We have the media and corporate Australia that actually run this country. It's all bullshit. It's all fake. And, uh, <clears throat> oh yeah, apparently uh, some of the Sky News people. Apparently uh, Chris Smith. Fucking Chrissy. Chrissy boy. He um, he got in trouble at the Christmas party. Apparently he's being a bit naughty with uh, a few women. And um, he was... Uh, being a bit silly, made a few people uh, uncomfortable, and uh, he terminated. Uh, he was terminated by Sky News, effective immediately. And Rita Panihi, uh, who was the other one, Andrew Bolt, good old Andy. Uh, they all uh, they all came out. And they're like, "Good, he sucked anyway. He should be fired." And it's like, what are you throwing your friend under the bus for? I love how all these Sky News journalists. Fucking journalist. Yeah, okay, that's... that's It's Christmas. I, I'm feeling generous. So, you know what? We'll call you a journalist. Anyway, I love how all these Sky News people come out and they're like, yeah, he's terrible. He's, he's awful. It's like, dude, you're a propagandist. You're fucking awful as well. Okay? You spread a bunch of bullshit. You get paid to, like, you know, smear politicians that actually want to, like, push policies that help workers... You're the biggest piece of shit imaginable. You are in no position to say, he's terrible too and he should be terminated. You know, and I love how all these people go on. Like, it's so funny seeing Rita Panini <clears throat> talk about like, you know, oh my God, you know, because she, she has this like real nasally annoying voice where she just sits there and the sound of her voice just makes you want to fucking kill yourself. Like she just sits and she's like, I'm, I'm glad that Chris... Smith got a, got terminated. He was uh, he's terrible. He 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 needs to learn his lesson. And uh, I'm glad I'm not working with him anymore. It's like, aren't you the fucking cunt that has always gone on about cancel cultures ruining uh, democracy and people are getting cancelled and the left just loves cancel culture and they just want to parade on people who you know uh, like cancelling other people and it's all wokeness and fucking bullshit. It's just like, dude. <clears throat> You can't just always, like, make a career out of talking about how cancel culture is bad and, you know, wokeness is terrible. And then as soon as someone you know gets into trouble, you just sit there and you go, yeah, good, good, fuck them, fuck them. It's like, it's just the most hypocritical shit, right? Like, Rita Panahi is a horrible human being. Her takes are horrible. She smears politicians like Albo who want to create an anti-corruption commission to stop corruption in Parliament, so there's more transparency, Transparency, excuse me, with the fucking public, as there should be, right? 
You got all these, you got like him trying to set that up and she's there and she's just like, no, he's a piece of shit. He's terrible. He's woke. It's just like, you can't fucking, you have no leg to stand on. Okay. But you know, that's not really the main issue here. The main issue here is that she, um, all of them are just fucking horrible. Uh, Chris Smith, I don't know what you're going to do next. Apparently he's checking himself into rehab. This is the thing I don't understand about all these people who get done from like the Me Too movement or get cancelled or they get into like some huge scandal. I love how like, they're like, I just need to go to rehab. I need, rehab's the fucking answer. It's like, you couldn't have checked yourself into rehab like 10 years ago. Like, what the fuck's that going to do now? Like, rehab? What are you talking about? Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't... It's just a PR stunt. It's something to fucking, like, make people... Like, you know, you want to tell people being like, I'm changing, I'm changing, I swear. Anyway. But my point is, with this segment, the, with the, the Christmas party, it's right there in front of you. They're saying the quiet part loud. It's all fake. It's all bullshit. We don't have a media. It's all... It's a fucking scam. That's what I'm gonna... That's the last thing I'm gonna say. It's a scam. The media in this country is a fucking scam. <gasps> Alright. Alright, I've had enough of uh, screaming about how the world's going to end and how you don't have a union in your workplace and uh, how you're going to get paid shitty wages. Anyway, I'm going to move on to some questions. It's wish.com therapy time. Bitches, let's see what we got. Alright. Okay, here's something. Uh, boyfriend. Still talking to ex who was rude about my looks. Oh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, there's your first reason to walk. I mean, why is he still talking to his ex? What, are they still organizing who gets the couch? Who gets the set of cutlery? What, I mean, there's, uh, if they're still organizing, you know, I mean, if they're, if they're organizing logistics or they're talking about finances because they owned a piece of property or some shit, other than that... Your partner has no reason to talk to his ex. So, um, Jesus, just in the title itself, there's a few fucking red flags there, aren't there? All right, my 27-year-old boyfriend... No, wait, uh, let me f- I fucked that up. Let me read that again. I'm 27. My boyfriend is 42. Fucking hell. Oh. I mean, yeah, hey, look, if you like the older people and uh, you like the older fellas... Um, nothing wrong with that. Um, I will say this though, uh, you are 27 and he's 42, so, um, when it comes to life experience, you two are gonna be fucking worlds apart. Worlds apart. But, um, hey, whatever you're into is what you're into, as long as it works out for you, but, uh, just give him that title alone, I don't know if it's working out for you, but let's read ahead. How about I shut... My fat pie hole and just read the fucking question. Will you do that, Ben? Please, will you stop being an ADHD fucking lunatic and just carry on? Alright, alright, if you say so. I'll keep going. Okay. Um, We've been dating for about nine months and things have been going very well. Prior to getting into a relationship, my partner was dating another female 24 years old. Let's call her Amy. Will this guy date someone his own fucking age? Jesus Christ. I mean, you know, I know everyone uses the term cradle snatcher if they date someone three years older than them. But, like, fucking look... Oh, sorry, three years younger than them, I should say. But look at this shit. God, this guy is a... F- 
fucking piece of work. All right, Amy is definitely very beautiful. Um, I don't know why that matters to you. Who gives a shit? Um, he stayed with her for six months and they broke up about a month prior to me and him meeting. So, okay. Let me just... <clears throat> let me do the math on that real quick. Let me just look at... Let me just think about that. Okay. He dated this person for about six months. He dated Amy for six months. And they broke up and then a month later, he met you. Can I ask you something? Are you starting to notice a bit of a pattern here? Are you starting to notice, like, the fact that, you know, maybe this guy has a few issues, struggles to be alone, he likes younger women? I mean, I, 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 I if you ask me, I think this dude, uh, you know what? I don't think you should uh, go buy your wedding ring. I think you should go buy a few fucking therapy sessions. Um... Okay, Amy has some mental health issues, depression, and he told me he stayed in touch with her and wanted to check, wanted to check on her and stuff. Why is that his problem? Why is that his problem? Like, okay, that's unfortunate and that's sad to hear, but that's not his problem. Like, okay, like, that's not, that's, that's on her. Like, he's not, like, what, this Amy chick doesn't have fucking parents? She doesn't have, like, a group of friends that can help her? What, what does this guy need to be the hero for? What does he need to step in? Like, she's got mental health issues. Like, okay, that's unfortunate, but that's not on him to fix and check in on. That's not... Like, I I don't expect any previous women that I've been with to check in on me if I've had issues. Like, I don't expect that at all. That's... That's... that. This is all... I I don't know, sweetie. Like, you gotta fucking really, like, reevaluate a few things here. This is looking... This isn't... uh, Okay, this is just getting worse and worse as it goes on. Jesus Christ! Oh, God. This is like fucking if Sex in the City meant Breaking Battle some shit. This is just like, it's it's meant to be sexy and raunchy, but it's just getting darker and more fucked up. Um, okay. He made a move to another country to be together, so I understand there is still a bond there and a rightful concern for her mental health, so I accept it. Um, my partner has two children from another woman, not Amy, with whom he divorced. Uh, uh, God, sweetie, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you with this guy? This is just the fucking... God! This There's so many fucking red flags here. Like, it's to the point where it's putting the Soviet Union to shame. God, I love his kids to pieces and they love me back. Sometimes they used to call me Amy by mistake. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. God, that's a rough one. By mistake, I get that they're kids, but um, god damn. Uh, okay, confuse me. Wait, hang on, because they confuse me with her as we are from the same ethnicity and share similar features. Um, um, I don't know if that's on the kids, I think that's on your partner. Maybe he has a type and he's trying to recreate something that was once there. You picked up on that yet? Okay, alright. He shared this antidote with her, and she asked him for a picture of me to see if I really looked like her. He told me that she said I was fat-faced and that she thought she looked so much better than me. Why the fuck you get involved in this shit? Sweetie, like, okay, this is what you do. Pack your bags. If he has any, if you, okay, this is what you do. Pack your bags. If he has any of his stuff at yours, 
put in a box, you call him up and you say, hey, can you just come over for a sec? You get the box, you give it to him, and you get the fuck out of there. Dude, this is, this is ridiculous. I, 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 I haven't even finished it, and I've already got the fucking answers here. What do you, like, what, what kind of fucking partner sends a photo of their current partner to their ex? What are they even talking to their fucking ex for in the first place? Like, what the fuck is this shit? And then they're comparing themselves to you, like, and secondly, like, what, what do you give a shit what this fucking bastard case has to think about you? Like, this guy's talking to his ex because, you know, he's concerned, which, you know, okay, the, the, the idea that, you know, this guy's concerned because she has mental health issues, oh no, like, it's bullshit. He doesn't give a fuck about her mental health issues. He still wants to fuck her. He has a dick. He wants to put it in her. I, I, this guy is a fucking ticking time bomb and you're going to be around for the boom if you don't get the fuck out of this right now. Jesus Christ. I'm not even in this relationship and it's giving me fucking anxiety. Jesus Christ. Um, after this incident, I got upset and I no longer regarded my partner's contact with Amy in the same way. I often brought it up that it bothered me as I continued sharing stories about his children, i.e. her former stepchildren mentioning her every now and then and memories about the past. What the fuck? I felt it was really inappropriate for my partner to speak to someone who belittled my looks in front of him. However, every time I address the issue, my partner says that he is still he has a great deal of affection for Amy despite the fact that her comment about my physique was pathetic and mean. Yeah, fuck this limp dick douche. We meet like this. Okay, this guy does not love you. He doesn't care about you, and worst of all, he doesn't even respect you. This sweetheart, you, you like you got to have some self esteem here. Like you, you, this this is the point where like I get that. Like we uh, listen, everyone. Like, it's like when you saw like the Me Too movement, and like at the start, like you saw like you heard about the Harvey Weinstein's, the Bill Cosby's, the fucking Kevin Space and Kevin Spaces, and you're like, yeah, they're horrible. The, you know, what the victims went through is terrible. And then later on down the track, it started turning into like, you know, this guy was mean or he said this or I went on a bad date or whatever. And then their reasoning was like, oh, actually, I was just in a toxic relationship. It's like, well, hasn't fucking everyone been in a toxic relationship? And at some point when you like see people stay in these toxic relationships or whatever, and, you know, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. At some point, you got to look at the person who's the supposed victim and just be like, you have no one else here to blame but yourself. Like, I know, like, there are some cases where, like, you know, it's literally so fucked up they can't leave. Like, you know, you hear those stories that are just fucking horrendous. But with this case, with your story, like, come on. What are you doing? Get the fuck out of this. Fuck this dude. Like, you don't need to be involved in this love triangle horseshit. This is ridiculous. This is a... Everything you're saying to me right now is a joke. Like... Okay, I know you're going through a hard time. I know this is probably really emotionally difficult for you, and I'm here roasting you. I'm being a bit of a cunt, I won't lie, but come on, man. Like, listen, I know you're 27, you are young, you know, but at some point, you got to put on, you know, you got to have the fucking, like, strength to really gather your shit and just get out of this, okay? This is fucking ridiculous, I feel like I'm not being prioritized. Yeah, you're feeling... You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I would say you're... You know, your fucking instincts would be proven correct here. 
and that it is unhealthy and inconsiderate to me for him to continue sustaining contact with Amy after her comments. Well, he shouldn't even be sustaining, like, fucking any conversation with her in the first place. This I this excuse of, yeah, but she has mental health issues. Or she's going through a hard time. We all go through a fucking hard time. It's not his problem. This has brought a lot of, this has brought a lot of conflict into our relationship and has cast so much doubt on the future. What should be done? Oh, God. I feel like I'm cheating on a fucking test here for the HSC. Let me answer this one for you. Walk. Walk. Pack your shit. Get out. Walk. Fuck this guy. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't love you. He doesn't respect you. He doesn't even respect you. If he doesn't even if he doesn't even give you the most basic need possible, then fuck him. This is ridiculous. Anyone who's still talking like this idea of like I'm still really friendly with my ex or I my ex and I talk all the time. Like, dude, if I've I've met women, like I've been on dates before where like. You know, you, you, I don't know, you're just getting to know them, you're talking shit out. And then, like, you know, you, you, you talk about, like, oh, so what's your love life been like? You know, you you want to see, you know, what, 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 the, what the dating life's been like for them. And then they talk about, you know, like, I've, I've been on dates with women where they'll be like, my best, my ex and I are best friends. As soon as I hear that shit, I just go, well, why don't you give them a call right now, you bring them here, and I'll just fucking leave. Like, this, no, no, no. And look... If you're into that shit and you, you know, you somehow have a relationship, friendship, whatever you want to fucking call it with your ex, like, I don't know. I've never understood it. I don't empathize with it. I mean, it ended for a reason. Um, do I need to keep going on? Like, no. Um, so listen, you, you need to get the fuck out of this. Uh, this is, I mean, like, and as well, like, you're 27. This guy has kids. This guy can't even... Like, this guy's a fucking basket case himself. He's got kids. He's always getting into relationships. He's divorced. Then he's, he's hooking up with younger women who are like... who are, You know, he's twice their fucking age. Like, come on, man. What are we doing here? This is silly. Come on. Get the fuck out of this. It's over. Walk away. Get out. Go live your life. I would say you need to learn from this as well because I felt like I feel like you've put up with way too much shit. Way too much shit for your own good. Way too much shit. Alright. Whew. Anyway, that is the podcast. That is it. That is uh I hope that was a fun one. I had a good time. We laughed our asses off. We talked about fucking everything and uh yeah. Um Thank you very much for listening. Uh, I'm signing off. I will catch you kids next week. Uh, I'll do a Christmas Eve special next week. Um, and uh, yeah, have a fun one. Um, I hope you have a good Christmas. Uh, and uh, yeah, enjoy the fucking holidays. Go out there. Go have fun. You know, go eat a nice chicken pesto sandwich. Go hang with the homies. Whatever it is you do. Regardless... You can always, uh, you know, count on me to see me next week and uh, so I can do a Christmas Eve special. Anyway, all right, kids. I'll see you next week. Much love to you and uh, yeah, have fun. All right, peace out, bitches.